Hello everyone, happy Sunday and welcome to Hope City Church. Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning on this beautiful Sunday here in Iowa. Welcome. Today we're gonna to talk about in our series, Who is God? Part three, um, God is hope in our darkness. I think this won't be a, a good one today. Before we do, before we start talking about this and teaching on this today, we want you to like, share and press the notification bell and that will help us together work those algorithms for the gospel's sake. So like, share, and press that notification bell. Also, we're going to give you opportunity to financially support us here at Hope City Church. And uh, we have made it super easy, easy, easy for you to do. Um, on your screen is a safe and secure uh, QR code that we're all used to, to, to using nowadays. Um, give what you can. And that will help us continue our ministry to equip you to be the salt, or we like to say the flavor, flavor of God in your circle of influence. That seemed like a lot of words. Use a QR code. It's yeah. on the screen it's right the screen. now. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or you can also use the link in the chat box uh, for those of you guys that can't get the QR code to work or you're on Instagram and you don't see a QR code. You're like, where is it? Good point. Um. I want to open us up out of the Bible in the Old Testament, which is Proverbs chapter three, verse nine. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. You know, that is a declaration. That is a, a challenge to each one of us in areas. I think that we could all, you know, allow God to work on in and through our hearts. As we prepare uh, to give this morning, I want to pray for us as we go into today's uh, message, which is he is hope in the darkness, like Pastor Jared said. God, I thank you for all that thank you're you. doing, God, in and through our life. God, I thank you that you guide us, you lead us, you direct us. God, you fill us with hope. God, you are our peace. God, everything that we need, God, we can find it in you. God, I thank you, Jesus. What you've started in us, you are faithful to uh, continue. You are faithful to complete it in our lives. God, we just thank you so much. Holy Spirit, we want to be difference makers in our circles of influence. Give us ears to hear, God, what it is that you're saying today. Thank you. Hearts to receive it, God, and let us have hands of action, not just to be uh, hearers of the word, God, but to be doers also. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So today, before we jump into the book of Habakkuk, or Habakkuk, how do you say that? How do you say it, Ange? Habakkuk? Habakkuk? We don't even know. Somewhere. Yes. Somewhere like that. in the Old Testament of the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, in case you're wondering, this is what it looks like in the in the uh, this has been a used one, as you can see, been really used. in the paper version, in the paper version. We want to encourage you to use the Bible. <laughs> U-Version Bible app is a great tool to have if you have a smartphone, which most of us do. Um, download that U-Version Bible app. That's the most downloaded app, I believe. I've heard this. I have not seen the. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say that, but like, I'm not sure that's true or not. <laughs> I think it is. Um, anyways, produced by a, a, a Life Church, and it's a free resource. The book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Before we do, like, share, and press that notification bell. Help use work those algorithms for the sake of the gospel. This is the message that the yes. prophet Habakkuk received in a vision, verse two, chapter one. How long, O oh Lord, must I call for help? I want you to underline this next portion, highlight it in your app, uh, uh, write it down. How much, O oh Lord, must I call for help? How long, O oh Lord, must, next part? But you do not listen. 
Yeah. This is going to be the really the really the context we're going to dive into this morning uh, in, in our message today. He is he is hope. He is hope in our darkness. Yes. Usually it surrounds man. God seems like you're not listening to me. Right. But you do not listen. Violence is everywhere. As he, as the prophet continues, um, I cry, but you do not come to save. Must yeah. I forever see these evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery? Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. I am surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. Man, it sounds like 2023. <laughs> right? The law, the law has become paralyzed. There is no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous so that, so that justice has become perverted. Again, I want us to think about these words, but you do not listen. How is God our hope in the darkness when it seems like he's not listening? Have you ever experienced or thought, where are you, God? Yeah. Especially when you're experiencing some dark times of life. Yeah. God, where are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you still around? Are you still there? Do you listen? I mean, it seems like you're far away. What have I done? Yeah. Now, old school religion will teach us, man, when you don't feel God, it's probably because you're in sin. Check out yourself. Make sure you're not in sin. Call on God. And you do all that. You call on God. And it still seems like he's not there, right? Yeah. Have we ever experienced I'd say, of course we have. Many of us have. Um, and today, we, we, we want to help you understand that God is our hope in the darkness, especially when he feel like, God, where are you? Yeah. You're not listening to me. When he feels so far away. I think the real struggle comes uh, maybe from this question we all have t that we all have at times of despair in our life. Where is God? Or where is God when I need him the most? God, can't you see that I need you? Where are you at? Can you hear me? Um, and I think that we all get to a point in our life. It's like, hello, yes. hello, hello. And you feel like there's an yes. echo yes. and there's no response back. I want to. Uh, give us, you know, a warning and a, maybe a, a yield sign to stop and think. Uh, sometimes we think that our relationship with God and our prayers being answered is like a 30 minute sitcom on TV where all the world's problems are solved in 30 minutes, right, right. you know, and then you can get back to life and everything yeah, is yeah. great. But can I tell you, <laughs> Unfortunately, we have turned into a culture of quick fix. Man. And when there's no quick fix, then obviously, then uh, something is wrong. And either I got to fix it or I'm just going to move on and, you know, uh, bury my head or dive into something else or mask that issue with a substance or something that's going to make me feel better. But can I tell you, that's not real life. Real life isn't fixed in 30 minutes. It's not, you start off bad and ha ha ha, things are funny. You know, you talk to your best friend, your girlfriend, your, your boyfriend, you know, someone, and then all of a sudden everything, all the world's problems, everything is answered by the end and you can move on it and everything is peachy and all of a sudden you have your peace back. I want to say it this way, Christian, that's not real life. We think sometimes when we become a Christian that everything is supposed to be easy, supposed to be good. I am blessed. I am successful. I am this, I'm that, and everything else. And if I'm not, then there's something wrong or God doesn't exist. Or my faith is broken or something else is going on. But can I tell you, real life has struggles. Mm -hmm. 
Real life has despair. I'm not saying wallow in it and live there. What I'm saying is we're going to talk today. What do you do when it's not quickly fixed and you don't feel like your, your question is being answered and your despair is being removed and you don't know where the hope is? What do we do at that point? Pastor Jerry? You know, where is God when I need him the most? Yeah. You know, this last week, I was on the bed of sickness. <laughs> oh, sorry. As my wonderful wife of 31 years is reminding me through reels, she sends me what men are like when they're sick, right? <laughs> and what women are like when they're sick. It is vastly must be two different things. Apparently. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the, even, even real life is men get NyQuil, women get DayQuil. Is there a whole? Whatever. Anyways. Anyways as I lay on a bed of sickness saying, God, where are you? Can you take this sickness from me? Um, where is God when I need him the most? Uh, Habakkuk's name, just for the sake of just for those that care about these type of things, means to wrestle. His Literally, his name means to wrestle. That's yeah. what his name means. Um, he's wrestling with God during these the, this serious time of despair. He's in this wrestling yeah. match with God. You can hear it in his words, especially when he says, but you do not listen. Have, hopefully you pray that way. God, why are you? You're not listening to me. Right? We're going to talk about that. He has three basic problems with God. Three basic problems we can extrapolate from this. Number one, God, you don't seem to care. Right. I'm on my bed of sickness, God. You don't seem to care. And you gave me this woman who's making fun of me. Right? Never make fun. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Number one, three things. Three things that, three things that, that, that. Habakkuk's basic issues with God. Number one, you don't seem to care. Yeah. Number two, you aren't doing much when you could. Man, that's a big argument, right? In our life. Like, God, you know, you're omnipotent. You're all powerful. You're ever present. You, you never leave me nor forsake me. But man, you could do something, but you're not doing something. Yeah. And, and what what uh, what we fail to realize and remember, I think even myself, not even myself, myself included, probably the most of any person I know is God is always working on my behalf, even yeah. when I don't know it. And number three, yeah. as you can see on the screen, what you are doing doesn't seem fair. Right. What you're doing doesn't seem fair. Fair. Three things for three things that, 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 that Habakkuk is wrestling with. And I'm saying we probably wrestle with the same thing. Yeah. You don't seem to care. God, God, you're not doing much when you, when you, when you could, and three, what you're doing doesn't seem fair. Which I think they're all questions that we have asked or pondered or thought or meditated on in our life. You know, maybe some of us don't want to admit that, but we all have at certain points. That doesn't make us bad. That doesn't make us anything. But where does it lead us? I think is important. And if we're honest, those three questions come up in every life circumstance For that sure. has despair, that has struggle, that where you feel hopeless, where there's trials and tribulations. I'm sorry, I have a piece of hair stuck in my face. Anyway, right, circumstances that are out of our control. You know, why does it seem okay if there's things going on in our life that, uh, that are in our control and as long as we can manage them, they're not that bad. 
But when we can't manage the issues or the stresses or the struggles or the circumstances, then all of a sudden it's like the ground has opened up and we have been swallowed because we don't, we no longer have the ability to control the situation, the circumstance, the person that is causing us this pain. And it's hard to hand that over to someone else, especially when you can't see them, when you can't, you know, touch them, when you can't, you know, uh, control them in a sense, you know, so if we're honest and we look at our life in those things that we need to believe in those circumstances, who God is, and we need to realize and stand on the truth because this is truth. This is foundation that God is our hope, even in darkness when we can't see he is our light he's the one that shines brightly if we can hold on to that statement that promise that truth in our life and to have hope you must be okay with wrestling with god just like jesus did himself can Mm -hmm. i tell you Mm -hmm. our faith comes through struggle and trial. And I know that we liken it back to working out and doing something that strengthens Mm -hmm. it in our physical body. When you're working out, whether you're doing yoga or you're lifting weights or you're a runner, there is some struggle that happens in your body and your body has to learn and grow and get strong Mm -hmm. in those areas. The same with our faith and our faith only gets stronger through struggle and stress in our life. And in our faith to grow, we have to learn to wrestle with God in these moments. Matthew 27 in the New Testament of the Bible, uh, verse 46 says this. And at three o'clock, Jesus shouted with a mighty voice in Aramaic, my God, my God, why have you deserted me? Jesus, who is God on the cross at that moment said, God, why have you left me? There was a struggle going on between his flesh and his spirit. And he was 100% God dealing and struggling with things. If God struggles with that, if, if he's showing us what happens when you struggle, even in the moment that you know what is going to happen, we are going to struggle in the same way. In reading the Bible, we can discover a great truth or truths. When you open up the Bible, if you have the mindset I am going to get something. There is truth. There is foundation and building block that I'm going to receive hope and promise. And we're going to look at it differently. We're going to get it. and We're going to consume it because we know that we need it. A committed believer, a committed Christian can both wrestle with honest questions and embrace a genuine faith in God. I think that's important. We can wrestle with questions. Why am I sick? Why am I going through this? Why is my child, you know, struggling in this way? What is going on in this area and that area? We can, you know, uh, wrestle with those honest questions because we need to come to a place of honesty in our own life, but also embrace a genuine faith, a trust, a hope in God. We can have hope in our times of despair and real life pain. What am I saying is we can have hope. That is where our spirit begins to take over. Our spirit is strong. That is where faith grows in times of despair in real right. life pain. Okay, that is my flesh. You said there's a battle between our flesh and our spirit, our soul, our mind, will, and emotions where despair and all of our feelings and emotions are housed. 
we can struggle with those two things in our life and still have faith and still have hope. If we honestly acknowledge our doubts, it is the first steps toward building a deeper faith. Or we can say it this way or ask this question, what if honestly acknowledging your doubts is the first step towards building a deeper faith? Mm -hmm. Another question is, what if embracing your secret questions opens the door for a maturing knowledge of God's character, who he is, who he always was, who he is today, and who he will forever be, who God's character is, what he says that he's going to do, that he's going to accomplish those things. And the last question, what if becoming closer to God, developing genuine intimacy with him requires you to bear that which feels unbearable? Pastor Jerry? Yeah, three great questions. These what if questions. Yeah. They'll be in the chat box for us to, to think on. Hopefully we will we will be thinking on these as we're endeavoring to equip you to be the yes. flavor, like we like to say, in your community, we yes. in your circle of influence, in your context, where you live, your school, where you where you work. You can be the salt and light. You can be, you know, salt. I like you, that word salt is such a beautiful understanding. Flavor. You're the yeah. flavor of God wherever you're at. What if, what if, what if they'll be in the in the uh, chat box as you're pressing that like button, sharing yeah. this post and you're uh, pressing the notification bell. Uh, we remind you of that because we want to work together and getting these algorithms on our side. And uh, we just understand that's how it works. And so yeah. we work it for the gospel's sake. I want us to be people who are realizing in closing that God understands your pain. Yeah. Um, he welcomes our questions yeah. and would rather have you yell at him then walk away from him. Yeah. He understands our pain. He 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 loves the questions. He wants to spend that time with us. Yeah. And and he'd rather have you yell at him as Habakkuk is doing. How long, oh Lord, must I call for help? Yeah. But you do not listen. Right. These are real, these are real things, man. If you're a follower of Jesus, a Christian, a believer, uh, uh whatever you want to say to get the point across, you have experienced that. And if you have it. You will. Yeah. And we want to equip you, give you tools, give you truth that will help you in those moments when you feel alone, desperate, in despair. He's still there. Yeah. He is our hope in our darkest times. Um, we love for you to click here at, at Hope City Church. Um, before before we ask you to take some next steps is by joining our Christian community here on Facebook. We're on yeah. Facebook um, for the most part, Instagram. Uh one more time, a committed believer, a, com- a committed Christian can both wrestle with honest questions yes. and embrace a genuine faith in God. I hope you wrestle with honest questions. Yeah. I hope you do. I hope I hope you're not afraid of that. I hope, I hope you're in, you know, if uh, oh, this teaching ministry that we have for you here at Hope City Church, hopefully it's, it's helping equip you as a supplemental, maybe even to where you go to church at in, in the world somewhere, or this is your only faith family. Uh, we want to, we want to encourage you to wrestle with God. We want, especially in the times of despair. So we'd love to take the next steps here at Hope City Church by joining our online community uh, here on Facebook. It's a private group. You have to, you have to join it. And uh, there we kind of interact with each other as best as we can in our daily, in our, in our busy lives. Let me pray for us. Father, we thank you so much for your grace. And we thank you, Lord, in our times of despair, we want to know and believe that you're there the closest to us. Now, when it seems like you have forsaken us and the enemy wants to come in and sow those seeds of doubt, 
we we know that your word says, I will never leave you yeah. nor forsake you. And so, God, we thank you that you are our hope when we have the dark, dark times in our lives. So we want to thank you for that, Lord. And we pray a blessing on everyone that's watching this time together, this video, this teaching time. And we pray that your words will equip them to be salt and light in their context where they live, yes. in their families, in their schools, in their businesses, in their neighborhoods, wherever their feet, your, their feet will take them, Lord, that they can be the flavor of God wherever they're at. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a great week. Peace. See you next week.